The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Gilroy has joined me from off the ball uh, to talk about uh, the week and the weekend sporting action. Um, so, can I ask about the League of Ireland? So, this is done and dusted. Rovers champions again, fourth, four in a row. Yeah, great job by Stephen Bradley. Um, has there been a breakthrough with the League of Ireland in recent years in terms of popularity? As somebody, now I'm going to admit, don't know anything about it. Don't actually care. Couldn't care one jot. Um, but there's an awful lot of talk that it has, that it, they're doing great things. But I just wonder how much of that is talk by people who want it to be true well, rather than people who think it might actually be true. Uh, now, maybe I'm totally wrong on that. What's the book called? Is it The Secret? Is that is that the one where you manifest things into? Yeah, manifest, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I actually genuinely do think that there's been a, a massive... Shift. Um, so gates are up, quality of football is up, the sense of self esteem that the league has is up. And I think that you can begin to see momentum building behind several of the clubs. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, three separate clubs got invest- um, investment from abroad. Uh, we've seen the whole city owners come in and take, a, uh, take over Shelburne. And so you're going to see players from Hull City come over and play in the Irish League and potentially put it up to Shamrock Rovers in the future. Um, so Shamrock Rovers got a bit of criticism this year for not having any young players on their team mm-hmm. but actually their best young players are playing in England for Southampton and uh, QPR and that's that's what's happened um, one other thing that's going to happen at some point in the future is that Bowes are going to make an absolute fortune when their slice of whatever transfer fee Evan Ferguson gets sold for ends up going back to them and so they'll be a super club and hopefully Dalyman Park by that stage will be a spick and span new stadium so they're about two decades behind where they should be. But Rover Show with investment, forward planning, good facilities, they're basically sold out every week. Yeah, and how many people is that? It's about 8,000. And is that is that the realistic level that it could get to this? You could get, you'd have several grounds of between eight and 10,000 that would be, be that would be full regularly. That would be amazing. Yeah. That'd be a football culture where yeah. it's a legitimate aspiration for young athletic kids to go, I can stay in Ireland and I can have a full-time professional sports career and be paid and be able to buy a house. You know, yeah. like uh, they're not going to be... When I say I don't care, I really, I just, I have no interest in the League of Ireland, but I'm not one of these people who begrudge like success. I think it would be brilliant to see that. I think it's a shame. I've mentioned it before. I run past the back of Buckley Park where Kilkenny City used to play and there's a lad cutting silage on it. Like it is really a shame. That is that is a bit mad. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, so there'd be a similar situation, I think, in, in various parts of the country. Monaghan springs yeah. to mind straight away. But uh, you really need, so... Dundalk obviously had a bounty from qualifying for Europe and uh, getting points and making loads of money and they did nothing with it really for various reasons uh, ownership issues specifically but their facilities aren't great however Derry have been taken over by a billionaire and they're going to start investing and yet I, I definitely think you're going to see players from the League of Ireland going to championship clubs and doing well over the next couple of years mm. and that's, that's what you need right? Yeah uh, for the league to become sustainable. And look, they've got loads of very boring procedural stuff in the background, largely right in terms of aligning the biggest schoolboy clubs with League of Ireland clubs. Uh, the schoolboy situation is uh, also in fuego at the moment. So, um, and, okay. you know. Uh, elsewhere, United are in crisis. Well, we could have had this conversation any Friday for... So they've lost, what is it, seven, eight games, seven of their opening 
15 games, is that it? Back to back 3 0 defeats at home for the first time since the 30s. Uh, they've, they've set a, a cascading set of new records broken, uh, new nadirs reached weekly. And, and so, is this the manager's fault? I mean, partly, yes. Partly, partly it is the manager's fault because he's bought a lot of the players who are now chronically underperforming. So it's also, if you, if you, the Man United fans will all say, oh, it's just the Glazers' fault and it's simply, simply to do with the Glazers. And it's like, yeah, but there's loads of football clubs who have uh, owners who are just in it for the money and they've managed not to be as bad or as, as funny as Manchester United have become in recent weeks in particular. Uh, and so look, there's uh, Jim Ratcliffe, the new owner, is going to have a 25% stake and have control over the football and Eric Ten Hag will be gone now. I think it's inevitable that um, unless there's an incredible turnaround and there is three very easy games for them coming up, but equally three easy games, if you lose any of them or if you draw any of them, mm. then all of a sudden it's like, well, that was an easy game. How can you, you know? So uh, I think it's um, it's Luton, it's uh, Copenhagen and somebody else. I'm just I'm a brain freeze um, before the international break. And... I I feel like the Ten Hag moment has passed, but like you know, it's his fault. He signed Anthony for seventy million, and Anthony is the character he is, and is playing the way he is. It's his fault he signed Mason Mount with no plan for the team. It's his fault that they signed and invested so much money in Casemiro, who looked like a great signing last year, but like that was the one year that maybe was the last legs of his career. Confirmed today, he's going to be out for multiple weeks with a hamstring strain. So they are in crisis. Um, I want you to take a listen to this. You don't need to hear it, but people at home maybe do if they weren't listening to OTB Breakfast. It is Ronan O'Gara talking about the Lions. A potential opening, I'm sure uh, the boss is here, um, depending on my willingness to to show interest in it, um, would be very open to hopefully trying to see me in my best version. Me in my best version might be um, coaching them. With Andy Farrell, with the Lions, you know, that would be extremely exciting, I think. And I don't think um, reasonable people would, would uh, put, uh, put a stop to that. So this is uh, something of an exclusive on OTB Breakfast. Ron O'Gara saying, I want to be on the coaching ticket for the Lions. Yeah, the best version of myself is working with Andy Farrell. Yeah, I, that's a really interesting phrase, turn of phrase, isn't it? It's very much straight out of a book or a motivational talk. Yeah, and maybe that's what we need in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we need a little, know, a little, a little life coach. Yeah, no, like my temptation always when I hear, when I, as soon as I heard it, my temptation was to be cynical about it. But then I mean, like, God, he's pretty successful. Maybe there's something to this, Jer. I wonder. I wonder if, if to um, being the best version of yourself you can be. Yeah, I mean, really, what's wrong with it? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of, um, to use a kind of a phrase that the Gen Zers like, it kind of gives you the ick though a little bit, doesn't it? When I hear know. people say it. I know. I'm, it I'm on Team Raj in this one. I, we, we, we all could do with a little bit of something. We get it from different sources. When did you decide to do the marathon? What was that? What was that about? Um, when did I decide to run the marathon? Oh, I can't remember. But, but something inside you. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're, maybe you're, I, I had a hole in my life that I would thought running would uh, fill, or maybe I was running away from a problem. There you go. Mm. You know? Maybe you should get a bit of an analysis done on So that. what problem is Ronan O'Gara running away from? Is I that, is that O'Gara, what you're posing? That's no, I think the question he's running George towards Gilroy the light. is posing. He is running towards the light. <laughs> uh, like, Ronan O'Gara is the back-to-back European Cup winner. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, yeah, no, sorry. In, I don't know what you're... It's you're like, you're um, it sounds like you're defending Ronan O'Gara to my attacks. I'm just, I'm just, you know... Being the best version of yourself. It's a bit like, you know, does he have a, like a F-16 poster on his wall that says it? I wonder, in La Rochelle. 
you know? Uh, I think the hunt for self-improvement <laughs> as, as you get older is, uh, is to be... Shameless defence of an OTB regular. Um, but this would be very exciting. And Now, he doesn't want the main gig because the main gig means you have to leave for your year. coaching ticket for yeah. a year. Isn't that it? Yeah, and look, the main gig is Andy Farrell's to lose at this stage. Warren Gatland anointed him in the paper this week. The TV rights deal was tidied up. They launched a new logo. I suspect Warren Gatland has some inside information about what's going to happen, you know. Yeah. And it looks like Andy Farrell is going to get that gig. So he will leave Ireland's coaching ticket. Yeah, for a year. On a temporary basis. And, we, and does he get replaced or does it just that Simon Easterby and Paul O'Connell step up? Exactly. I, you would expect Simon Easterby and Paul O'Connell to step up. And then who knows, there'll be a, a little extra space on the coaching ticket for somebody else. Okay. Alan Quinlan was suggesting Johnny Sexton might be perfect for that. So... This could all uh, start to bubble up high quality coaches in the Irish system who are Irish qualified and uh, ultimately... Sexton's brother getting talked up this week by the lads in Connacht. Yeah. Uh, it's come from the Ireland under 20s. Yeah. Um, sounds like a, a chip off the old block. Was yeah. What Tiernan O'Halloran was saying. Um, so the Lions tour is when? Next year? The year after. The year after. All yeah. right. Okay. Uh, so there'd be some way but they'd obviously have to get the uh, ticket nailed down. Um Setting aside then Ron Nogara, who I assume, like, if he, if he expresses interest, like... The thing is, if you get this gig... It's hard to turn him down, isn't it? Oh, totally. Like a back-to-back European champion. Exactly. Like, like, you know. Best qualified. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he puts his hand up. You're well, if, if, if an English man, an English head coach had won back-to-back European Cups, they'd be like, this guy's walking on water. Yeah. And so the rest of the world must think that about Ron Nogara. Yeah. But I think what it does is it makes O'Gara the favourite to be the Lions coach the next time. Yes. Maybe Andy Farrell does it twice the way Warren Gatlin did it twice, but he's certainly in the mix then for that conversation. They're going to Australia. More than likely, they're going to win. You know, we would expect to win against this Australian side at any point over yeah. four years. But w- would you have any concerns about uh, Andy Farrell being gone for 12 months from the Irish coaching ticket when Mike Cat is going as well? Yeah. Are they going to be a bit short of firepower? Well, that's a good opportunity for them to get somebody else in. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, I, 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 I don't think Sexton will be involved at that level that quickly. But he might be, because this, this won't happen. Farrell won't leave until at least the end of the Six Nations and potentially he'll be around for next summer and then he'll go to the yeah. Lions if he, if he gets it, right? So that's with that caveat. But in the situation we're in at the moment, it looks almost certain that he will be our coach for the next World Cup as well. Like, barring some weird situation where we suddenly uh, degenerate horribly, that's not going to happen. So mm. he's going to be with us for the next four years. Yeah. He's going to get exposure to some of the best players in this part of the world and he's going to have a coaching ticket that he can pick the brains of. So I think that's a net win and then you also get extra experience for Easterby and O'Connell to see if one of them is potentially the next yeah. coach after Andy Farrell goes although obviously it looks like Ron Nogara should be getting that job Jerry get right Off. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.